Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. They faked to McKinnon. They'll throw to McKinnon right flat, 15. 10-yard line, sprints, five, far front pylon, touchdown! Kansas City! Fortune wide to the right along with Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Sprint out action right side of the pass. Leaching out, reaching out for the football touchdown! Kansas City on a sprint right throw. Mahomes, Marquez Valdez-Scantling snatching the ball. Townsend holds. Winchester snaps it to him. And Harrison Butker now misses the PAT. Snap to Mahomes. Pump faking, now moving to his left. Angling, will he run it? He will. At the far side angle and stretches out. Touchdown! Kansas City! The Chiefs regain the lead on a record-setting run by Mahomes. Mahomes watching as long with Andy Reid from the sideline. Placement is down. The kick is up by Butker. A spinning kick that is no good. Texans ball at their own 13. Snap the Mills. Looking left. She's trying to pressure. And now Mills will scramble. Gets across the 15. The ball's out! The ball is out! And the Chiefs trying to fight for the ball. He got the ball singular. <laughs> singular. Yes. And it might have been a prostate exam to get the ball. McKinnon, the single back. Three receivers and a triangle to the left side. Mahomes hands it off to McKinnon, trying to dart left. 25-20, downfield block. 10-5, touchdown! Kansas City! Terrific run by Jarek McKinnon to win the game in overtime on a 26-yard run. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won the AFC West for a seventh consecutive year. Happy AFC West title day. Mitch Holtis on 106.5 The Wolf on the calls of yesterday. What if not for a little drama? Do you want to just roll into somewhere grab the banner, get out, or do you want to have that happen? You want to have that happen, Josh. That right there was just a microcosm of went Sit on in the league over the, the last couple of days. edge of your seat. What a fun win. And get her done. That was the way to go out and get a victory and win your seventh consecutive AFC championship game and I, or AFC West championship. And I, and I know I'm sure that there's a lot of folks waking up this morning as we're less than a week now, way before Christmas, and people are starting to get kind of in that holiday spirit. But I'm sure there are some people that are waking up set a little disappointed with the way that the game went on yesterday, that they had to go to overtime to beat the Houston Texans. And again, as we've talked about the last couple of weeks, the micro versus the macro side of things. Micro, yeah, that sucked going to overtime against the Houston Texans. Macro, that's the NFL in a nutshell right there. And that's what this league is all about. I mean, what, what we saw over Saturday and Sunday, Josh, maybe the two best days of the NFL regular season that we've seen in quite some time, it kind of felt like the divisional round of the playoffs yesterday and Saturday watching some of these games. Like, people were not giving up on either side. I mean, my God, the Indianapolis Colts blowing a 33-point lead, right? That was insane. And then it finishes last night with, if you're still on the fence of how the NFL is scripted, watch the last series of plays last night against the uh, the Giants-Redskins game, and you'll clearly see how the National Football League is scripted and how they want one team in New York to win and how they don't want anything good to happen to Dan Snyder's Washington football team. That yesterday, in a nutshell, is what I've been talking about for a decade when it comes to how this league is scripted, so, the way that the referees officiated those final plays. Okay, so you, the, the, the Sunday night game had some had some controversy oh, at the end. Oh, God, okay. yes, yes. So we're cool 
I'm, I'm cool with uh, Alex and I being co-Survivor champs. Uh, you no, know, we should still play it out again. I told you the Giants we, were going to win that game. We did. Yeah. But uh, I picked Washington. Oh, you took Washington. Um, so, so, you so, oh, that's right. We're good, so with, you, yeah. we're good with co-champs. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. sure, if All you right. want, right. I guess. I mean, okay. fine. I, I'll give it I'm to you. I'm saying we played it out, and I think I yeah, lost. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you, yeah, who did he have this <laughs> I don't week? Know, I don't remember. I don't remember I, either. Yeah, I you took the commodes. That's right. Green Bay tonight, right? Oh, that's right. I think he does. He might have to the Packers. I, I think he does. Anyway, yeah. I lost. A- anyway, so from, I, I knew from I ha- where Saturday I was to where hated, Sunday ended, it was a mess. I knew I hated yesterday. Yeah. Or I hated yesterday's picks. I didn't like any of them that it was going to make. And yesterday would have been awful for that. Those of you that plunk money on every game or whatever. Whoo. Yeah, what a cr- I mean, what a crazy weekend. I mean, nothing, nothing played out the way it should. I mean, we have the Raiders winning a game in, in like unbelievable fashion. But, you know, the Chiefs went in overtime against Houston yesterday. And and there were like at micro versus macro. A lot of things you can nitpick about that game yesterday. Again, turnovers are, are just are just death, death nails. I mean, you, you can't you just can't turn the ball over. You just can't do it. We saw what happened when they turned the ball over against the Houston Texans. What happened? They almost lost a football game, Josh. They had to go to overtime because of two to beat a one-win team two, yes. yeah to beat a one-win team and they did it because of two turnovers i mean you look at the stats 500 yards in total offense i think houston had seven yards of offense but the two turnovers are just going to kill you every single time and the third down penalties my god i see another third down penalty Ugh, disgusting third down penalties on defense those things get you beat in the playoffs but micro versus macro the macro is the dallas cowboys lost yesterday to jacksonville uh you saw the eagles who were the best team allegedly in the nfl beat a very bad bear team by just five points on the road the way that that thing ended in, in Las Vegas yesterday was may have insane. Cost them a playoff spot. May, have, may have cost may have cost the Patriots a spot in the postseason and really allowed the the Chargers and the Dolphins to get back into this thing and so what we got here is the NFL in a nutshell it's hard to win week to week in this league and it's even harder to win when you make mistakes. And I think the last two weeks we have seen how hard it is to win games in the NFL when you shoot yourself in the foot. Three turnovers against the Denver Broncos, two turnovers against the Houston Texans, two of the worst teams in the NFL. Both teams were the first two teams eliminated, and the Chiefs had to go toe-to-toe, wire-to-wire with those teams because well, of proving, self-inflicted ro- wounds. Proving they could play with anybody. Who, I mean, don't you want to? The Texans, you the mean? Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs. The yeah. Chiefs can, <laughs> yeah, they truly can. The Chiefs right? can yeah. play with anybody they, they can, that's yeah. what you want to right yeah isn't that what you want to hear this time of the year <laughs> yeah they can don't you want to yeah. right don't you want to head towards the playoffs knowing your team could play with anybody anybody, anybody no matter what level they're on we'll get so, to your level right so, so, <laughs> just how you just how you take it that's exactly, I think that's exactly right. what yeah, you're looking for that's, 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 that's the chiefs team that can play with anybody <laughs> they can play with anybody that, yeah that's what you should take out of that that's one. right the chiefs so. can't play with anybody but again the the anybody is you don't want to be playing with anybody if if, if the chiefs are such a good football team that 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 they can go out there and blow the doors off of anybody, but they can also play down to your level. And and that's the problem I think that we've had over the last eight quarters is they play down to the level of the two worst teams in the National Football League. They still found a way to win because they're more talented. But if they put that game of the last eight quarters out there in January, well, they're going to go home in the divisional round of the playoffs. Hell, they may go home in the wild card round of the playoffs if they don't make it into the uh, into the first seed and get that by. That's what happens when you turn the ball over and you commit third down penalties. You don't give yourself a chance to win unless you're playing a one-win Houston Texan team. Andy, Andy Reid described the game as weird. It was. They had 10 yep. more minutes of possession. You mentioned the uh, the yardage was insane. 502 to 219. And it was a game. And we're talking about a close game to happening. 219. Yeah. And 10 more minutes of possession. Patrick Mahomes has a just a, you know, Patrick Mahomes day. It was a brilliant day yesterday by Patrick Mahomes. Brilliant his day. best completion percentage of his entire career in a uh-huh, game. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Completed, what, 88% of his passes yep. yesterday? 36 for 41. At one point, he completed 20 in a row. They they looked like they could do about what they wanted to in the run game yesterday. Yeah, run game looked nice yesterday, except when Pacheco and fumbled the football. And that game goes to overtime? Yeah. 189 yards they, on the ground. They, they ran for 189 yards. Yeah. Patrick completed 88% of his passes and had a... 117 passer rating. Right. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. Mm-hmm. They have the ball for 10 more minutes. Right. And we got two go guys with, with 10 receptions each. And that game goes to overtime. That's right. You had to go to overtime because of that game. That That's right. You had to go to overtime because if you continue to look down on that stat sheet that I know that you're looking at, because I am right now, you come to this one key, you know, thing on the, on the list and it's, uh, and, and, and it's called the Carl Sheffers. I mean, penalties 10 for one Oh two. And that's the thing. I know people are going to lament the penalties today and they should. Yep. You, you got a bunch of penalties. Mm-hmm. 
they don't like this crew. This crew doesn't like them. No, this is a bad mix and right now. The NFL can't schedule Cheffers anymore. Yeah. This crew comes. Everybody goes, Ugh. Ugh. And then it turns out to be that way. Right. We were joking, and probably not joking, that Carl Cheffers didn't want to come inside the numbers from the Houston Texans side as he basically hung out on the Houston Texans sideline the entire game. Oh, did he really? Oh, so yeah. you, you saw that from oh, down on yeah. the field. So he, he's he's out there, you know, shaking hands there with Lovey Smith, talking there, about how good his beard oh, looks. At one point in time, uh, I, I didn't write down which call it was because there were so many. At one point in time, Andy Reid was clearly trying to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And he stood there and he's staring across the field and he's across the field, yucking it up with the Houston Texans punter. Oh, well, I mean, you have to. Who's and, that guy again? And, I don't Their punter? Yeah. No idea. Honestly, if you gave me a million dollars right now, I couldn't tell you no, the Houston Texans punter punny is. Punny Punterson. Now I'm going to look. Um, And you're going, man, just come talk to Andy. Like, he was avoiding him again. And every time they've had this crew, they, they, just, they, don't, like, they don't like this crew because they don't know what's coming. And Andy who picks his words very carefully, mm-hmm. as we know, mentioned it very subtly more than one time in the postgame yesterday. And that's, again, that's a rarity. He doesn't usually get anywhere near touching anything. But he was mentioned the calls, the calls. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, were they? did they look undisciplined? And the penalties will kill you, and that's on them? Ultimately, yes. I don't know how much to factor in the officiating crew because we shouldn't know the name of the official. We shouldn't know the name of this official. Right. And we do. But we do because, because there's been they a get big in the past history of this guy, yeah. too. This dates back to the AFC playoff game back when they lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Remember that game, Josh? And there was that phantom holding penalty on Eric, Eric Fisher. Fisher. Yes. And the Chiefs didn't give up a touchdown in that game, but still found a way to lose that game. And I right. think on the last play, they had like, um, who, who did they have covering Antonio Brown? They had like Justin Houston out there on defense yeah. covering yeah. Antonio Brown. Yeah. Carl Cheffers was, was the ref that day who called that phantom call. Then, of course, Carl Cheffers was the referee who... Uh, was here against the Oakland Raiders, and we made cry at Arrowhead Stadium. So is there a past history with this guy? You better believe there is. But that's where the National Football League, the NFL, as it's commonly known, uh, that's where the league needs to get involved, though, seriously, and say, all right, Cheffers, you clearly are biased against the Kansas City Chiefs. You can't be out here officiating their games anymore. And 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 I would imagine, too, Josh, if if you are an official and, and you are going out there and getting ripped on by another team constantly, you probably would have a little bias against them. But, you know, you dig your own grave as well. I don't think Carl Cheffers is out there doing anybody any favors with throwing flags like he does, and it becomes the Carl Cheffers show out there. But the league cannot assign this guy to Chiefs games anymore. It's just a mix that doesn't work right now. And God forbid we have to face him in the playoffs, right? And 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 have to go against a really good football team and Carl Cheffers. I mean, I think right now that's a detriment to the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's, a, that's something that, you know, as a league, you can't do that. You have to find a way to make sure that these playoff games are, dare I say, officiated properly. And I don't think anybody in Kansas City, and I'm not just talking about the organization. I'm talking about the fans, the players. I'm talking about everybody. Anybody who lives in this town right now is not feeling that Carl Cheffers refs no. these games fairly right now. It's, yeah, just, the- it's blatantly blatant that this guy is out here calling things against the Kansas City Chiefs and has an ax to grind with this organization. Buck Super Bowl game. He had a Bill Bills game with a bunch of flags. Bills Chiefs uh, the year after, right? The, the Super Bowl loss to the Bucks that next season. He had Bills Chiefs that yeah, was bad. Yeah, yeah. He had Oakland or Raiders that was bad this year. Correct. This one was bad. Every time he's got the Chiefs, it's bad. It's terrible. Yeah, and it's been it's terrible. Go- and it, now it's a, it's a thing. It's a very much a thing. It is a thing. And, it's and been- so I don't know. You know that contributes to some of it, but it also it definitely contributes to their frustration. Sure, it does because it's in their head. Right, it is. But also too, it doesn't contribute to turnovers. And and you got to still protect no. the football. And if you don't turn the ball over, Carl Cheffers can take the stage all he wants you're still going to run away with that game. But ultimately, if you're playing against Carl Cheffer, stuff like this happens. Uh, you fight all year. You fight all game. Um, for, it, for it to end like that, with the, the ref literally taking it out of our hands, um, that hurts. So you try and play this game with integrity, and, you know, to the end of the whistle. And when um, refs want to take over the game and make it their own platform, there's nothing you can do about it. That wasn't a hold on my guy, Eric Fisher. And sure enough, I hope 7-2 doesn't go the entire offseason thinking it was his fault. That was flat out. And from there, you know, uh, 
go into the next season and um, yeah, try not to let it in the, get in the ref's hands, but you know, they're the ones controlling the game. This is the most bitter loss you've ever I mean, it sucks. This sucks. There's an unbelievable play call. Last drives, Alex just drove us down there, fourth down, after fourth down, making plays, making plays, the momentum getting on our side, and then you just get our jugglers ripped out because the ref felt bad for James Harrison falling on the ground. Um, it's ignorance. The ref number 51 shouldn't even be able to wear a zebra jersey ever again. He shouldn't even be able to work <laughs> Shouldn't so, even be able to work at Foot, at Locker, Foot Locker, which so is that, a great little a great. And yeah. that was from the Pittsburgh playoff game, right? That was back in before before Patrick Mahomes was even on this team, right? That was, <laughs> that's before the that's before they had him again the, in the uh, Super Bowl with the Bucks. Eleven penalties for 120 yards, right? Tampa Bay, who did dominate the Chiefs. Let's, I mean, yeah, hammered they, their they offensive did, line. Yeah. Four penalties for 34. Yeah, bunch of penalties yesterday. That uh, that Bills Chiefs game. Um, I referenced 23 penalties on the Chiefs, 22 on Buffalo. Oh, my God. Primetime game. Oh, my God. October, Wait, that, that's every play. October of 2021, yeah. That's every play. There's no foul in the play for a block in the back. Timeout. So there he is and crying. And we made him cry. Yeah. And then he paid us back yesterday with keeping a game that shouldn't have yeah. been close. So, close. honestly, the, 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 the organization needs to write to the league, whether it's like a, a letter or I don't know how it works this week with the holidays being here. Maybe you call Santa Claus or something like that. Or maybe there needs to be a New Year's resolution by the NFL to say, you know, Carl Cheffers can't ref any more Chiefs games because there's clearly something here that doesn't mix. But, again, at the end of the day, don't turn the football over either. I mean, you have two costly fumbles, Pacheco fumbles, and then the Juju Smith-Schuster turnover as well, which, I mean, you, you look at that one. I mean, that, that's a tough one. I I mean, that, that's a tough one. Could've Andy Reid said way. the call was right. Could have gone either way on that one. Got to hold on to the football. But you, you can't you can't turn the ball over because with the last eight quarters have proven that if you turn the football over, even the two worst teams in the NFL can go with you toe-to-toe. Going into the postseason, don't turn the ball over. Chiefs will blow the doors off of everybody. We'll get to more of that. Another minus game, and that's got to stop. Next. The home for Legend Bob. Legend Bob, he's an expert on rubbing balls. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP, you deserve Medella. If you've persevered through, You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Another minus day yesterday, and I discussed it last week. The Chiefs were minus five in giveaway-takeaway ratio. They were amongst the worst teams in the NFL. Like, the grouping that was around them were all the bad teams, including the Texans. Mm -hmm. And they were a fantastic Frank Clark play away from being minus two yesterday. Absolutely. And being minus seven, so they're minus six. Whew, thank the, God we got that turnover at the end against the, the minus six. On the, on, on the season. <laughs> you can't do anything about That's got to stop. It's got to stop. That The turnover's got to stop. They They're need to be a, stop. a team that turns people over and a team that doesn't make costly mistakes. You just can't, can't, right. can't. They are defying the odds in an 11-win team 
to be minus six in turnover ratio. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It shows you really how good a football team they are, though, Josh. I mean, that that's the big picture. Again, micro versus macro. They're an 11-win team. They're minus six. There's no way they should be that way. But when you have the MVP and Patrick Mahomes playing the way that he does, he can literally lead you out of anything. I mean, I, I think it's abundantly clear right now that Patrick Mahomes can overcome all odds to win football games. I mean, it has been unbelievable. He can even overcome Carl Jeffers to win a football game like he did yesterday. But you can't. And, and I know I sound like a broken record doing this. And I was talking to a buddy of mine last night about this. He goes, it's like a broken record over and over again. More turnovers. And if you turn the ball over against good football teams, you're not going to win. I go, yeah, it's the same thing every single week with these guys right now. Just don't turn the football over. And and turning the football over to me is a little bit more on you than it is on the opposition. You have to value that football and you have to protect that football and truly pay attention to the details. And that's where turnovers to me ultimately are those little things, making sure you have the ball secured. And I think Andy Reid finally reached the end of it yesterday because he took Isaiah Pacheco out of the game after that fumble and didn't put him back in till after halftime. And Pacheco ended up having a very nice game. But that turnover was very costly. And if you're playing Ronald the Jones Dolphins. Ronald Jones played the next series. The, the next series, Ronald Jones was in. I, which, I, it was one of the big notes I had. Ronald is, Jones is in, which is different from the way Andy's acted in the past. Correct. Yeah. And, and that was the only Ronald Jones sighting as well right. of the day. You know what I mean? So it's like, we're right. going to try this. Right. Yeah. So I, I think I think what he did there was he sent a message to Isaiah Pacheco, like, we're not going to tolerate this anymore. And, and we're playing Ronald Jones instead of you. And that has to be the message that's sent now for the rest of the regular season and into the postseason. You have have to start stacking games, Josh, where you're not turning the thing over. It's nine straight nine games. Nine straight games now. they have had a turnover. Nine in a row. I mean, that that's insane right now. You've got to find a way to stem that tide because it's not going to work for you in January. It's just not. You turn the ball over. You know, we, we talked about how even this league was yesterday and really how even this league is all season long with, you know, the, the Dallas losing the Jacksonville Eagles only winning by five, right? You make mistakes against good teams. You will not find a way to get a win. It doesn't matter. You make those mistakes against Buffalo or Cincinnati or against Miami. I think we saw against Cincinnati. the Chargers. I think we saw Cincinnati will take advantage of turnovers oh my handed God, to them. Four straight scores off of turnovers, off of the greatest of all time, which, by the way, Tom Brady, man, I don't know. I wanted him to come back like three weeks ago. <sighs> I still do. I think. I mean, I, still I mean, do. we're we're seeing like. I don't care. If I, he, I, mean, I don't care if he plays well. I still. I want. I want the offseason drama. You want the drama. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I want the drama. I want the storylines well. of the whole thing. But yeah. him playing right now, he's a mess. I mean, he he looks. I mean, he looks as bad as like anybody's looked here before. We got you know Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes in town, right? Well, they mean, have five straight drives with the turnover. Yeah, something like that. I stopped counting after four in in that game yesterday, and then flipped on the Raiders game to see how they were going to do. Um, but ultimately, when when you look at what's going on right now with this football team, if you turn it over again those good teams in January, we're going to be talking on a Monday morning about how the how the season ended with a thump and a thud and a, and a wet fart. And nobody and wants to end the season. something they didn't rectify during the season right, exactly, came to haunt them in the postseason. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're, you're writing that, you're, you know, you're yeah, writing that yeah. script already for what it is. And nobody wants the season to end with a wet fart this year, right? We want to get back to the Super Bowl and win another championship and take advantage of what we have going on right now. But it, it's, it's on them. Again, I, I continue to say it and you think I'm a nutty homer or whatever, but Nobody can beat this team with the exception of themselves. When they play a sound football game and don't turn the ball over and don't make those self-inflicted mistakes, they win these things going away. It's almost too easy for them. Go out there and not turn the ball over, and that's the only thing you really need to clear up from yesterday's game other than the penalties, and half of those are just because Carl Jeffers was reffing. Yeah, somebody had sent us a... uh... People are doing deep dives into Carl Cheffers and yeah. how much the Chiefs are penalized against him and how ridiculous it is. And it's maybe not even to the point of conspiracy anymore that it's right. It's not conspiracy. <laughs> that it's the second they're penalized the second most of any team against him in his 15 years. Oh, I my mean, God. It's cr- I mean, yeah. that's insane, right? Yeah. That, and, I, I love the fact that we're doing deep dives like that Netflix movie, The Killer of Cats or whatever it was, where people were eating those cats that we watched back right before the pandemic. And everybody figured out what was going on and they solved the murder up in Canada. That's what's going on now. The internet will find you. Yes. Like they, if if you're Carl Cheffers and people don't really know how many mistakes you made, the internet will let us know how ineffective he's been against the Chiefs. Yes, yeah, from a uh, from a gentleman by the name of Christopher Mauder. In in this, he, he looks at uh, the the data. You know, the actual flags. Right. In his 15 years as a head ref, Carl Cheffers' crews penalized the Chiefs 143 times, most in the NFL, for a total of. 
1,240 yards, the second most of any team. Oh, God. The average team caught 86 flags and 740 yards, so 500 more yards. Of, How many of years is, is this? 15. 15 years. And, uh, and about uh, not quite 60 more penalties and 500 yards more than the average team. Yeah. <laughs> as I said, and then he asks, is it still conspiracy if the data supports you, Chiefs Kingdom? Yeah. Who, who said that again? Christopher Mauder is his name. He did the uh, apparently did the research. He's a writer and a member of the uh, uh, football writers association. Okay, so, and he's a Chiefs fan. But but even still, I mean, he, he looked he, up he looked up the numbers. He looked it up and got the, the numbers. most flags are thrown by this guy. So it's it's weird. It's weird and and probably shouldn't happen anymore. You should make that. Um, if uh, Missouri doesn't want to play Kansas in a bowl game, right. the Chiefs don't want to have Carl Jeffers as a referee. Can, yeah. we, can we have that? Can, can you okay. do that? Can you do that? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm being serious about that. Like, it's it's something that the NFL does need to look at, right? It's something that the NFL needs to take into account and realize that it's, th- these it's, games are not being yeah. treated fairly. There's clearly a bias involved with 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 with, with Carl Jeffers and, and this organization. There's no foul in the play for blocking the back. Timeout. Yeah. Should make him cry more. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, can we give a little hand to Jarek McKinnon once again? I love this guy. I man. think pound for pound, got to be the toughest, toughest hombre out there. Yeah. He is, he is, lit, in fact, little. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And is just tough as nails. He is so awesome. I love that guy more he than He runs like in the game winning right touchdown untouched and actually before the play called game. We were coming into the huddle and, um, you know, Obviously, we were in a four-minute running, four-minute ball, and they're stacking the box, so it was a little tough. And, um, you know, Pat was like, he looked at me, he said, two hands on the ball, let's go. I said, I'm about to score. <laughs> and um, Juju looked at me, he said, I got your block, bro. Just when you find me when you get out there. And um, it worked out exactly like that. Uh, I made it to the second level, and I literally ran off of Juju's block and was able to score. So, uh, you know, it's, it's just crazy. It worked out like that, man. Power of the time, man. It's crazy. Sometimes... Stuff comes together yep. when you need it. How many times has that happened where it actually doesn't happen? Like where they have those conversations in the huddle and I'm the play goes here. like minus okay, one. I got your block. <laughs> goes the wrong way. Guy whiffs his block and yeah. it's like a two-yard loss. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You never hear you about never those, hear about right? Yeah. You never hear about those. I called those. ball game. I got hit three yards in the backfield yeah. and never, never. Is that like the game over text it. right there? I called yeah. game I over so. and then on the next play they fumbled it. I, I don't know. So. When was it over? I'm not even sure. We'll get to that next. Keep listening to Fesco in the Morning. Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you. Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio. 13 seconds left. First quarter. Chiefs are down by one. Bob will send a group text. Say, boys, the game is done. When was it over? Did Bob text you? Texans are two of six on third down. They'll put Davis Mills back in here to quarterback this guy. Third and 10, Houston at their own 25. Chiefs lead 16-14 with 8.57 to go in the third quarter. Snap to Mills. Pressure. Here comes Kansas City. Mills gets free. Now he'll unload it near sideline. It's incomplete. The Texans want a flag. They will not get it as Rex Burkhead was locked up. Is Number 71. On the coverage Offense. was Legereus Sneed. They hold on Karloftis. Result of the play? Fourth down. And this will be a three and out for Houston as they hold on Karloftis. But the Chiefs go ahead with the field goal and now get a three and out stop. That's when it was over. That's when Bob texted. That's right. He texted me too. And he did. I wonder how he knew. I didn't. I didn't know. I thought I thought for sure that was the And I time. didn't know when it came. That was one of those like delayed texts. I'm like, which one was it now? Yeah, well, I, I, I think I spelled it out because I, I, I even texted it to you guys. And I'm like, they're not going to know what the hell I'm talking no, about. No, here. So no. so I, I I texted it and, and told you it was like 852 to go. The, the Chiefs had just gotten a field goal to go up 1614 at that point in time. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And now they get the three and out. Right. And they and they get the three and out. They force Houston to punt. They get the ball back. 
and they no, here's do what you not score. Chiefs take lead, then force three and out. Game over after that stop. Yeah, right. After that, right. There <laughs> yeah. you go. After, after yeah. that stop. I figured they would pick up the momentum there, like yeah. on the next oh, drive, right? It, it was it was there for you to go out there and, and pick up uh, some more points. And they started to move the ball a little bit down the field. And then we had the Juju Smith-Schuster fumble recovered around midfield. And then all of a sudden, the ball was taken over by Houston. They go down the field, and they end up scoring a touchdown to take a 21-16 lead. I thought for sure after that field goal to give them their, what was it, their first lead of the day at 16-14, big three and out play by the defense, which I, I think everybody knows right now, we're not getting a lot of three and outs from the defense. They go out there and they shut well, down Houston three and out. They are doing some nice three and outs, and then they seemingly the offense doesn't ever build off yeah, of those. Right. I, we're having a hard time on that it's this not, year, right? It's, yeah. not, it's not feeding off one. Yeah, another. you're not playing yeah. like complimentary football, as yeah. they like to say. But the defense gives you the ball back with a two-point lead with about uh, seven minutes and 20 seconds to go or whatever it is. You have an opportunity to move the ball down the field. And you didn't take advantage of it. You fumbled it, turned the ball over. That boom turns into another seven points. And all of a sudden now you're talking about 14 points off of two turnovers by the Houston Texans. And that was a game changer. So instead of, you know, instead of increasing your two point lead at that point in time, Houston gets the ball back and they take advantage and move down the field and they take a 21 16 lead. So I just thought after, you know, you know, you, you get a two point lead, the defense gets a big stop on three and out. I figured there'd be some Texans waving the white flag and saying, all right, fine. They got us tip your cap. We played with you for two and a half quarters and, and we're going to go about our merry way. Right. They, they continue to play. I'll give the Texans a lot of credit for that. Chiefs didn't take advantage they, of that opportunity. They fought like Texans. Mm hmm. Is really, really, they really did. Really no, they did. The bottom no question. Line. Good for them. They definitely, they definitely were playing that song over and over yeah. to themselves. How many times did you hear that at I, the game? I did not no, hear it at the game. Oh, just I'm sorry. Disappointing. Yeah. Um, and the fact is, you could hear a lot at the game. Yeah, yesterday. there weren't a lot of people. There, it was were there, a. Yeah. Uh, they announced seventy thousand and change. Okay. Bull. What was the What was the actual attendance? Because Denver did this this exercise yesterday yeah. as well. They announced like seventy four thousand or whatever it was tickets sold, and then they announced tickets used fifty nine. That like twelve. Oh, wow. Yes. First they time they like, can remember having ooh. a crowd in the fifties at Mile High. Wow. Because they they announced like twenty three hundred no shows when. The Chiefs were there, and yeah. I thought, eh, there's more than that. Well, uh, it was the Chiefs, a lot of Kansas City fans. But there fans, was there yeah. were there were more empty seats than two thousand whatever yeah. that day. Did you count? Um, no, but oh. there was there was plenty. Of, there were pockets of pockets seats of, all oh, over yeah. all over the place. Yeah. This one was maybe the most weird road game I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it felt like a preseason game. All games there do. I I told you that playoff game felt like a preseason game. And you get there, and usually the the Chiefs fans will get there first, right? The home home people are tailgating and mm-hmm. they stay outside longer. And then, so at the beginning of the game, you see like a ring of red around this. It, it never stopped. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, the Chiefs fans had the whole lower bowl. It seemed like, I it, mean, yeah. it was, it was, and then the, probably the, uh, the middle section was either empty or are those or red Texas. seats up there? Because I couldn't tell if it was chiefs fans or empties. No, they were empties okay. uh, in the, in the middle section, which is probably like your suite level, yeah, right. you know, whatever. And then, and then the upper, there was like a combo. Like those people go mm-hmm. probably anyway. Yeah, right, sure. Those are your those are your, your what we call the three hundred levels at Arrowhead, right? right you're yeah. gonna you're there you're there. Um, so the Chiefs had the building. I mean, it wasn't even wasn't even close. And the Chiefs came running out on the field, and we thought it was the must be the Texans have run out on the field. No, no, it was the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and and they were doing some stuff. I mean the that poor Toro the. The mascot yeah, bull right, guy. Yeah. I mean, he's. Don't he's, you feel that's a Kansas yeah. City kid, by the way? Did you know that inside of Toro? Yeah, oh. he, that's a Kansas City kid. He he's ranked as one of the best mascots all the time. And that guy does an amazing he's try, job. He's trying. I feel bad for that guy. He's trying. And at one point, they hold the sound like "Make more noise," and they're got it up on the jumbo screen, and it's just crickets. Yeah. Um, and then Cheeseheads are trying to make noise, but it, it was it was a weird. I, all I can describe it, it felt like a preseason game. Mm-hmm. It had that kind of kind of lower key vibe, and not to say it's your job to get them fired up by any means, but you're just like, what's the spark here? What's the spark here, Chiefs? What's gonna What's gonna get you? Wasn't you're talking about a visiting crowd it was too, the, Josh? Like, I know, I know. The Chiefs are That's trying to I mean, give a spark to get the visiting crowd. You know going. what I mean? Like, <laughs> like what's gonna take? And Kelsey had the had the the penalty, and like, okay, is that gonna yeah. fire this team up? They came out in the second half, and they ran a, a few extra. You know, end of rounds and the pass back to Pat. And all. I'm like, okay, is this going to kind of nothing, nothing, nothing triggered it the whole day. It was just, it was just odd. They just couldn't get going. It was really, really flat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there, 
I I understand. They're one eleven. They're what one eleven and one. Yeah. Why the hell would you want to go to that yeah, game? Why, if you're a so, Houston Texan fan, why are you even bothering going to that so game? I have a friend the, that's a Texan fan. I didn't even hear from him yesterday. Kudos to the Texan fans that went. Uh, and then good job, Chiefs fans, just taking over the place. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was really, really. Odd. I mean, every crowd shot they showed on CBS had a, had a Chiefs fans everywhere or, or Texan fans dressed like Santa. I mean, yes, like, like yeah, that, yeah, sure. that, that was really it. There, you didn't really were, see anybody they like a much Texan noise. jersey. They weren't making much yeah, noise. Santa was going, ho, 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 and kept looking at Mrs. Claus. I don't know yeah, what that was yeah. about. Uh, the kicker left four points again. Where, where, where are we at? All right. Here, where are we at with the kicker? Depends they're, on who you talk to, they're right? Not, they're not switching out the kicker, okay? They're just not. They're not. They're not. They're, because they're, you're not going to find a better one on the streets today. They are Team Butker, but much like the – the uh, the penalties and the turnovers, it has to stop. He can't be a liability for you. Right. He can't look. He's got to nail his extra points. And you really expect him to hit 50-yard field goals indoors in perfect conditions. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Bottom line. Right. That can't happen. Correct. Whatever the reasoning is, I think people are pretty tired of it. Right. Is he still hurt? Is, he, is, that, is that foot still bothering him? I think he still does have a, it seems like the brace has gotten a little smaller, but he's got still a brace on that plant foot. Sure. Is that still the issue? Is it something else? Frankly, I don't care what it is. Yeah, I, I don't care what it the answer is. It just has to stop. Yeah. He can't be a liability. He can't make you go, oh, I'm going to have to watch with one eye open uh, kicking in the playoffs. Right. And, and, and you know, Dustin Colquitt was on Twitter yesterday kind of talking about what's going on with this situation. And, and look, that's former, a guy. A former holder. Yeah, yeah. former holder, former Long-time punter. Holder. Like, like big time, like legit, you know, understands be what's, the, what's the, what he's got to do. The best punter ever. Right. Um, he also was the holder. Right. Yeah. And, and so he he's on, on Twitter yesterday talking to, you know, whoever um, about what's going on with the situation involving Dustin Colquitt. Why are you laughing? I mean, like you go on Twitter. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're like talking really to talking whoever. Well, you are. I mean, you're talking so to whoever, right? Clouds, was he? What? Right, yeah. And, and, he, and he put down, you know, pictures of that missed extra point. The missed extra point was clearly a bad hold on the part of Tommy Townsend. The, the laces are facing Tommy Townsend, as we know from watching. Laces in. Right, laces, laces to the side. You know, as we know from watching Ace Ventura Pet Detective, the laces have to be out. And when he misses that extra point, the laces are not out. I mean, it's, it's clear as day. When you look at the bad hold, but from, from what I understand is that Tommy Townsend is not a good holder. I mean, it's just flat out what it is. And, and a lot of the issue uh, from, from what's going on right now with Harrison Butker stems from the way that the guy is holding the football. And, and I think well, when, why don't they switch him out? Well, and, and that's the big, that's the big thing. Who are you going to put in there right now? You're not gonna let Mahomes hold. Chad right Henney. Now. Maybe, maybe you have to figure out a way, but they're saying that, from what I understand, is that Butker, not Butker, but uh, Townsend is so good at punting the football right now, they're kind of just living like, okay, blah, 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 nothing wrong, nothing wrong, nothing wrong. I understand. Well, it's costing you points. It, it is. I, I, I've, under, I've understood that this has been an issue since the Browns' playoff game back in the, after the 2020 and they season. Practice, I mean, I, they practice a lot, I'm sure, but they practice a lot during the game, this stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? But, but, but the issue from... Like you're, you're, you're in, in the game on the sidelines doing this. Right. A lot. Right. A lot. A lot. Let and, alone and, what you're doing in practice. So is is the issue the hold? Is the issue the kicker? Whatever the issue is, the issue needs to be resolved because right now, whether it's the holder or the kicker, ultimately it falls on the kicker, right? Ultimately yes. it falls on Harrison the ki- Butter. The kicker's record has and, and right attempts now, and, and, and good. Right. Yeah. Nobody, nobody grades the holder unless, you know, the, the team is doing that. And if the team is I'm, grading. Which I'm sure they are. But if they're grading the holder, they, this guy's an F. Then, then if that's the problem, let, let's just assume that's the problem, right? Let's assume the holder is the problem. Then you got to go and find yourself another holder. Because at this point in time, man, we, we had two Rena kickers in here. Didn't go so good. Harrison Butker is still one of the better kickers in the NFL. And I feel more comfortable with Harrison Butker being rolled out there in January than rent a kicker from Shopco. Yes, like I don't need sure. that guy getting put out there nope. to try to kick some extra points and try to kick some field goals. So that's why if it's a hold issue, which uh, according to these pictures, it clearly was yesterday on the extra point that needs to get rectified. Like Harrison Butker needs to be doing the, or not Harrison Butker, Tommy Townsend needs to be doing the basic fundamental things as a holder, securing the snap, spinning the ball, getting the laces out, putting it down perfect so he can go through. Because again, turnovers are bad. Four points on the field are bad as well. You leave four points on the field during a playoff game. 
probably not going to win that game. So they've got to rectify that kicking situation, whether it's Harrison Butker or whether it's Tommy Townsend, the two of them together. At the end of the day, it's got to get fixed, and it better get fixed really, really fast. Yeah, we're all trying to help here. We're all trying yeah. to help. Got to, got to happen. Uh, bittersweet locker room yesterday after the game. I got a chance to catch up with uh, several of the players. I was in there as they were uh, celebrating and taking pictures. Uh, but it was kind of a subdued celebration right? because I think they felt like, you know, most people watching that felt, yes, they won their seventh straight AFC West championship. Yes, they clinched a playoff spot, uh, but also they didn't play very well, um, kind of collectively, right? Right. right. Wasn't the result that they were looking for in a particular game. I uh, got a chance to catch up with uh, Willie Gay after the game. He was ready to go back to practice. Uh, honestly, man. I'm so ready to go to practice next week. Honestly, I can't lie. Uh, the, the win is good and all, but I'm ready to go practice and get better. I feel like we could have played a thousand times better, me, myself. I feel like after the touchdown I gave up, man, I just, I want to just go practice <laughs> for the next 10 days straight. And then, you know, like, we're we going to be better. You know what I'm saying? So we came up with a big uh, turnover at the end. You know, we're blessed and thankful for that, man, and this win. But at the end of the day, when you, when you, come back down to earth man we ready to go to get a super bowl you know we we got bigger dreams bigger picture ahead like i say I'm, i wish we could practice tomorrow i'm so i'm so hungry now and humble so i'm ready man i will not tell coach that for you just in case uh but yeah it is kind of a mixed emotions yeah, right um yeah. maybe the last two weeks you yeah. guys have had kind of your b game but what's that say to be able to get through those games with victories oh the win is always most important in this league i don't care if you undefeated or or lose every game you know a win is hard to get no matter who you play and that team right there oh my goodness that's probably the hardest we didn't play the, the team that played us all season honestly man and like they said we get everyone's best no matter the record and uh, we did today, and uh, to come out with a win is definitely a blessing. The run continues of AFC West championships. I know that's the first thing you kind of got to cross off the list. How big is that to get another one of those and clinch a playoff spot today? It's definitely a big, you know, big thing for us. But when you set the standard so high at times, man, this 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 is a small, small achievement. You know, <laughs> we're gonna enjoy it for about 15 minutes, but then we get ready to go to practice on Tuesday, you know. We're ready to go to work for a better, for something bigger and better. So, so I got to tell you to enjoy it along the way a little bit. I mean, but it's, oh, but, yeah. it, but, it's oh, yeah. but it's hard, right? Because you guys have such high standards. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Uh, you, you, good is the enemy of great, you know, and uh, we can't let this get too big for us. We got to keep going, keep climbing, man. Like I said, I'm, I wish we could practice tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know that he wants to go to practice t- today, Yeah. which was yeah. yesterday, but he said that a couple times. I, and I, I got I said, I'm, I'm not telling coach that he might want you to do this. You get the day off, rest your body. They have a short week this week as well, play on Saturday. So mm-hmm. they're going to be mm-hmm. back at it really quick. But I think that was kind of, he summed up kind of the feel. Yeah, they were taking pictures. Yeah, they were enjoying it. Uh, but also they know that was one step. And they really haven't played their best football over but, the last couple of weeks. But, but so. are, are they playing like good football? And other, like he, he mentioned yesterday, that was the toughest the team has played them you know, all season long. And, and again, micro versus macro. I'm going to keep harping on that until the holiday break on Friday. But you, you, you get yourself in, the, in these situations where we focus on, oh, my God, they barely got through. But at the end of the day, I mean, listening to Willie Gay right there, that's a breath of fresh air, Josh. That was a great interview. Like, listening to him go, yeah, we got to win. They played us hard. It's hard to get away. Like, we sometimes forget a lot of this stuff. We really do because we're so hell-bent in going 17-0, winning 35 nothing. We expect these greatness, you know, these great moments every single time this team goes out there on the field that sometimes we do forget it is hard to get wins in the NFL. And that's why I'll keep reminding you, Dallas lost to Jacksonville yesterday. The Eagles barely beat the Bears uh, in Soldier Field yesterday. Yesterday. So, you know, it, the Chiefs aren't the only team that are considered into this great upper echelon of teams that is finding a way to play close games. Everybody else is. The fact of the matter is I don't watch enough of everybody else to know how those games play out. I know watching the Chiefs play close games, the reason they're playing close games is because of them. It's not necessarily because of the opposition. Chiefs are allowing oh, teams to hang did around. Play, I thought Texas did play them hard. I, I thought so, defensively, too. Like, defensively, they were good. They, were, they weren't taking any guff. No, you know what I mean? no they, they, were, they went they after were it, trying man. Trying to create turnovers and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, they, so, they went after it, man. That they was went little, after it. Little of the vibe uh, in the, in the locker room, but you like, Happy, hey, we got to win, get not back satisfied. Out there. Yeah, absolutely. The, the summation. And if he wants to practice, go tell coach, you want to practice <laughs> today. Yeah? Get out Willie there. Gay may be doing some stuff on the practice field by himself today. That'd be fine. Uh, before we got the football yesterday, we had some amazing football or I guess what we call it here. Soccer next. 
This is Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967, on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. I feel like doing everything in slow motion right now. Kind of am anyway. Oh, welcome in on a Monday along with Bob Fesco. I'm Josh. Hey, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You had a noon game, bro. What time did you get home? Like 4.30 yesterday? No, it was probably 8.30, Oh, yeah. well, that's not yeah. too bad. That wasn't actually, it wasn't actually too bad. <laughs> it was funny, though. You mean home like, to KCI at 8.45 or home to your home? I was home, home. By okay. Then. Yeah. That's not bad. Got back about 7.30. Okay. It's funny, though, you lose the pack-ups a lot quicker. You win, you hand out T-shirts, you right. hand out hats. You Did you get a hat and a T-shirt? I got a T-shirt. All right. Um, hey, 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 whoa, 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 right. whoa, you yeah. buried the lead. Yeah. Wait yeah. a minute. Hold this should on be, a second. This yeah. should be in the top. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Josh got a shirt. Conquered the West. All right. Does this it smell like champagne? Talking. No, 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 no champagne. Uh, all no right. champagne. All right. You got a shirt. Did, now, did they give that to you or did you steal it? Um, it Walk was, by it a was box. To, it, was, it was tossed to me. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. Now, they actually now was act- it tossed to somebody behind you and you reached you out and snagged it? Yeah. 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 Or were you standing like by another Josh? And they go, hey, Josh. Yeah. And they launched yeah. it. You took it because you thought it was Juju your name. I also got Juju Smith-Schuster's gloves. No, I can't. Oh, you did? Like I jumped in front of a child that was waiting in the front row. Snagged the gloves. Okay. I figured you tried to take that ball from Mahomes that he gave to a fan after that touchdown run that he had. I figured you'd be over there trying to get that. You're not going to give me shoes. I'm taking this football, and I'll hold the football up until you give me shoes. Yeah, I haven't seen right. football chucked in stands in a while, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, they were, they, were, they were surprised, too. They're like, oh, my God, this football just came up here, and we get to keep it. Yeah. From the uh, text line, the 913, Josh getting the shirt is a bigger accomplishment than the team winning the division. I, I would agree. So kind of a yeah, watershed I moment. I would agree, yeah. Kind of a watershed moment. Very good. Big big day. All yeah. right. Yeah. Congratulations, Thank man. You. I'm glad. It looks good on you. We conquered the West yeah. shirt. Yeah. It looks good on you. Uh, so, yes, no. It, it was funny. Mitch and I were walking from the uh, from the bus to the to their, to their our cars together, and Mitch goes, well, who's going to f- ask you first? Well, that's not that bad. About <laughs> sleep, I go, actually, this one is not bad. He's like, yeah, you're right. We're yeah, home pretty early. I'm like, yeah. But it is funny. Uh, like on a loss, it's like pack up and get out. Right. Of and there's a, there's a, there's like a tension and there's a, everybody's like, yeah, just get out of here. And then yesterday it, it just kind of, it just kind of lingered. You right. Know? It was kind of, it was kind of got longer and longer and longer. And, and you're going, let's go, let's go, let's go. I got to get somewhere. There was, you know, there were people on the field. Uh, behind a rope, lined up, greeting the team as they were walking out. Mm-hmm. There were people out by the bus. They were everywhere. A lot you know of meet and greets going on. And there yeah. was a lot of family. And obviously, the uh, I think all of Lubbock and Texas Tech land and Mahomes family friends were there. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was a it was a slower departure. <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah, all right, but it. You know, it tends to happen after you after you win. It was weird. I'm not going to lie. With the noon game yesterday, the game gets over. It's still daylight. I'm like, what do I do for the rest of the day? I'm. <laughs> I know. Not it's used weird. to having this go on, right? It's weird, right? <laughs> and it was a day. I mean, like you, you talk about a great weekend of the NFL. Yesterday was just an unbelievable sports day. I mean, it started I mean, like we eight left in the and morning was... and didn't end till nine midnight. We left and there was light. Yeah, and I'm like, well, not used is, to that. This is weird. I came out of the basement. <laughs> I went, wait, it's still daylight. I'm not used to there being daylight left on a Sunday after a Chiefs game. So I understand everybody was a little like, what do I do with the rest of the day? Strange. You got to see some unbelievable endings in the NFL take place, but also the day started, I I thought, in beautiful fashion yesterday. And I'm not a huge soccer fan, just like the rest of America. But the World Cup is on. It's on early in the morning. I really enjoy these early morning games. Maybe I'll become an EPL fan because the games are on at 9 a.m. on the weekends, which are great. And I've seen every episode of the the Pioneer Woman. I don't need to see any more of those. So (laughs) Maybe I'll start watching the I'm, EPL until she gets new episodes out. Let's go, Ree. Get moving. I'm tired of uh, Joanna and Chip, so yep. I don't want to watch them anymore. Right. Um. So, so yeah, you're looking for something early. Maybe it's that. Yeah. Hey, the World Cup, kudos. The timing of it really, I think, helps. Oh, God, yes, it does. Yeah. Having a nine, well, to almost noon, if it goes like, like it did yesterday. Even though I missed Caliendo and I didn't know who to pick in my games <laughs> but, yesterday. But not quite noon. I'm sure Fox got a huge number because it was a whale of a match. Um, they had it on the uh, the jumbotron right. at 
at uh, in Houston mm-hmm. until they went to the extra till, until they went to overtime. Oh, because that was the time where they needed to start their program. Yeah, for the, I'm like, uh, nobody we're like, cares. We're like, keep what? playing the game. game. So it was on the big screen in the stadium. Yeah. awesome. Which was great. Yeah. So we're you know everybody's watching it and there's oh people that oh oh you know you could tell that they were um, paying attention to it and then you know it was like. Uh, 11 o'clock boom we got to go to our pre-scheduled program and so uh-huh. then we were watching it on the on the tv in the booth but um yeah what a what a match what <sighs> drama unbelievable from two nothing to two two to then two two in a matter of 90 seconds yeah crazy it looks like it's 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 over argentina's celebrating at halftime they're going to the super bowl oh. Oh. Uh, and then they were up 18 yeah and then and then well, in soccer, being up 2 nothing at halftime, it's like being up 18 at home. Unnecessary yeah. shot. And then they get the one, you're like, okay, set up for like a crazy yeah, kind of finish. That guy from Hanson got that goal. It was big. And they go 2-2. Two, two, they're like, okay, somebody get one in, in extra time, you know, and, and, and it was crazy, right? Overtime was nuts. Uh-huh. And then they get the penalty kicks, and the NFL is probably sweating a little bit. Fox is sweating a little bit because they're thinking, okay, is this going to go – up to it and it went right up to oh, it. Well, right? like the 1250 or 1155. Yeah. yeah. It was like right up they were to out, it. it was great. They were out in time to kick off. Right. Like the oh, perfect God, scenario. The NFL was not getting preempted for like somebody holding a trophy. And yeah, they already announced their trophy set, but they could have legitimately still been in penalty kicks, you know, like at 1202 or whatever. Yeah. They would have really been going, what? Um, but it was perfect. I mean, they, you got it in that window. You had tons of drama, great lead in for the NFL. It was perfect. Not that the NFL needs a great lead in, but that was a great lead in. You're right, man. It was, it was wonderful. And it was so much fun to watch the game with my kids and, and, and they know these guys, like my kids know these soccer stars Messi. They know obviously because of, of what happened yesterday. My, my daughter asked me last night, she goes, is Neymar retiring too? I'm like, how do you know these guys? Like, I like, uh, yeah, Neymar. Who? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm like, no, I don't think who, he, did I, you give her a, who he played for? No, I oh. did not. No, I said I don't think I don't think he's I don't think he's retiring. Just uh, just messy. I said, how do you know these? She goes, well, my boyfriend likes soccer. So oh like, boy, oh boy, right? from the boyfriend. I thought she was going to say TikTok, Uh-oh. and then I would go see Major League Baseball, put these players on TikTok, and the kids will know them more than you know. Anyway, uh, but but Messi for me, man, it, he needed that win yesterday to be considered the best of all time in that sport. I think there are certain positions in sports where you need to win the big one in order to be in that category, and and this is just again my perception you can say what you want about it soccer people will probably throw eggs at me and tell me i'm stupid and i don't know what i'm talking about which is what they say anytime we talk soccer which is why we don't because you needed the crowding achievement you, you needed that you, yeah. you did yeah. and, and i think i think for him i think for quarterbacks i think for head coaches or managers i think for soccer superstar and i also think for like the tennis star or the big golf star you need the major wins. You need those big moments. And had Messi lost yesterday and Argentina lost yesterday and they walk away um, with, um, you know, with a loss in that game, you're looking at Messi and you're going, man, what a great career, but unfulfilled. I mean, he'd be up there with Dan Marino and Jim Kelly and, you know, some of these Bud Grants of the world, some of these great coaches that didn't accomplish what they needed to accomplish in order to be put in that exceptional category. And for Messi to win that yesterday, even though now he's not retiring, Josh, which, you know, came out yesterday. Well, of course not. he's going to MLS. Yeah, right. He's going to come, come play Pretty over much here. He is retiring, but yes, but, but, you, but he's not done with the national team. He's still going to play a few more games with the national team and go hoist the trophy and go on a tour, which is what he should do. They should yeah. go on a barnstorming tour of Argentina and make a bleep ton of money and go out there and just charge people an arm and a leg to watch them play against nobodies. It'll be a lot of fun for them, and people will go and celebrate that championship. I mean, winning that World Cup, it's unbelievable, right? He needed that, though, to be considered the best of all time and, and in that same category as the greats, because if you're a quarterback or a head coach or a manager, that's your calling card, right? That's your calling card. And I think the same goes for soccer. You win that World Cup, now you can be considered amongst the best. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.